Hey, thanks for joining me today. I want to start with a story that was told to me by one of my clients. We started talking about paranormal subjects, and he started telling me that when he was a young boy and he was living in Long Beach, California, and he said that they had moved into this house where this incident happened. They had moved in recently. So he was about, he said he thinks he was about eight or nine. And when he went to bed at night, he heard someone trying to get his attention in his room, like doing that. So he didn't have anyone else in his room with him because he only had two sisters. So he had his own room and he kept hearing this noise. So he looked around and he said what it, the way he can describe it is as if one of the walls in his bedroom was made out of some sort of plastic or, or rubber. And these faces would try to poke through and these hands, he could see like these forms and they were laughing at him and He said that uh, one of the walls, there were like a whole bunch of these things looking like they were going to pop through. So he said he screamed and he jumped out of his bed and ran into his mom and dad's room and they went in his room and of course they saw nothing. And he said that night, you know, it didn't happen again, although it would happen again intermittently like he said maybe he could go for three or four days with no incident but then it would happen again and he said that he was actually talking to his mom about it recently and she acted like she didn't know what he was talking about oh you must have been dreaming I I don't know what you're talking about I don't remember anything like that he said he was not dreaming and even His sisters remember him saying that he was experiencing this strange phenomenon. And he said that they would make fun of him. And one of his sisters even started making fun of him recently, like, you know, oh, you were tripping and all this stuff. So he said that um, that continued to happen until they moved his bedroom. They moved him out of that room until a different room. And he said it didn't happen in the new room. Only in that one, in his original bedroom. So it's anyone's guess what that would have been. But just the fact that this, whatever it was, was trying to get his attention in that way, just blatantly outright trying to get his attention. Just, um, you know, of course, that was for him. That was for him to see and experience. The other thing, though, that I wonder about is why only in that room? Why wouldn't it happen in the other room they moved him to? So... You know, we don't know the history of the house. We don't know what may have happened there. 
but he's older. And so I'm thinking that this probably happened in maybe the the 70s. I'm just guesstimating by his age that this probably happened in the 1970s. So the house is probably, well, who knows, Long Beach, there are a lot of old neighborhoods there. It could have been a house built in even the 40s. So I would really like to get the address. He's He doesn't remember the address because he was, you know, they, they moved around. I guess his dad was in the Navy or something like that. But um, I'm going to try to get the address. He's going to see if he can get down there or find out somehow what the address was. And then we can take a look at that particular location and see if anything happened there in the past before they may have moved in or what have you. Try to try to get some idea or have anyone else who has lived in that house or who lives there presently had any type of experience at all. That would be interesting to find out. And it's not too far away. Okay, this other story happened recently, I guess just a few days ago. So there's um, someone that I met recently. She said, I can't even talk right now. She said I could use her name. Her name is Nancy. So the story goes that she cuts her fruit and puts it in different bowls so that she has fruit during the week and she doesn't have to go and peel stuff and cut it when she feels like having fruit. So she like preps it for the week. She said that she was in her kitchen and she had her tablet sitting on the counter so she could listen to a podcast while she was cutting her fruit. On um, Beside the tablet was a new package with the screen protectors in it because she had just received them and she was going to put a new screen protector on her tablet once she was finished cutting her fruit. Now she says that while she's cutting her fruit, all of a sudden her tablet starts to kind of go bonkers. And the sound is, the level is getting louder and lower and louder and lower. And she looks over at it. And at the same time, she even sees the the indicator, you know, the loudness indicator going up and down. Like, this is not maybe a glitch, but this is something that's physically being done to this tablet. That's the first thing she thought. Then she said she looked away for a second because she was putting, getting her fruit on the side, putting her knife down. She had to clean her hands before she started messing with that tablet. And when she looks again, the screen protectors are out of the package. And one is lying on top of the tablet, not in perfect order, but haphazardly. Like if someone just tossed it there and the other one is underneath the little container, you know, the little packaging that they come in. She said she 
started getting this horrible feeling of, um, I'm scared as heck. And she didn't know what to do. And so she said that uh, her heart started beating all fast. You know, she was getting scared. And then out of the corner of her eye, she saw what looked to her like a, a girl, a, a slender girl with long black hair. Now, all these things are happening pretty much at the same time. She said, um, yeah, I saw it out of the corner of my eye, but I saw it. It wasn't just, you know, a glimpse. I saw this girl. And she was over, like, on her right, where there's a doorway leading out from her kitchen into one of the other rooms. And she said, um, I didn't know what to do, and... As a matter of fact, she was listening to a paranormal podcast when this all took place. Now, I could say, okay, well, maybe she heard something that was disturbing to her. Maybe she kind of caused this mentally to um, take place, you know, like poltergeist activity But then again, and I'm not saying that this is necessarily only an age issue, even though we realize that a lot of poltergeist activity is caused by younger people like preteens and teenagers when when they're going through changes and things like that. Well, I'm pretty sure that many people can like make these things manifest uh, under certain types of stress, under maybe just fear of the unknown, um, not only paranormal-wise, but a lot of things that are happening in our world right now today. The other thing is that there are, and we know this, people like us who have studied this stuff, who realize certain things, we know that fear is actually what feeds these things. Fear is what they thrive on, what what causes them to be able to manifest and to be able to do it and become stronger with the manifestations and with the things that happen. So it's like, you know, people used to say, oh yeah, well, that dog smells your fear and that's why it's going to come and do this and that, you know, chase you, whatever, bite you, what have you. Well, it's pretty hard not to be startled. It's pretty hard not to fear certain things because after all, it's human nature. So I can't like bust her out and say, oh, well, you know, you brought it upon yourself because you were listening to this or you're scared. And so you brought that down upon you. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I would be scared also. The first thing is that it's startling. It catches you off guard. You have no idea that this is going to happen. So of course, just because we're human, of course it's going to scare you. It's going to give you a start. It's what happens afterwards that determines how far this is going to go. Yes, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm just, you know, superhuman and nothing scares me. No, initially, yes. Because you're like, 
what the heck is that? How did that happen? There's no one else in here with me. Blah. Of course. And then that other feeling you get where, okay, obviously there is something in here that I cannot see with my eyes. Now that is very, very disturbing. It's not like you can shoot it. You can get a bow and arrow, you know, you can get a stick. There are other means that we have to resort to to get rid of these things. But usually what happens is that initially you are so taken off guard, you are so startled and fearful, all those things that we know how to do kind of like go away for a second. We kind of forget for a second until we regroup and gather our thoughts and then we can proceed with what we know. The thing about, I can't say the majority of people, but I will say the thing about a percentage of people have no idea. They have no idea what to do. And that's what happened here. She had no idea. She's like, uh, well, obviously she's interested in this because she was listening to a paranormal podcast. My advice to anyone who is interested in what I'm going to call the unseen realm is to realize that it's, you know, it's hard to say. I'm not going to say you're inviting something. I'm not going to say that uh, you... You know, by doing this, you're conjuring or anything like this. Because there are those of us who study it. And there are some who study it and practice it. Just because we study it doesn't make us a practitioner. And it doesn't make us um, more more apt to have these things happen. Although I do know people who say that it makes us more vulnerable. The reason I think that um, they say this, I don't believe it makes us more vulnerable. But what I do believe is it opens our eyes where we can recognize certain things. When we study it, we recognize things that other people wouldn't recognize. Just like we spoke before about any TV show. You can almost pick a TV show. And you are going to see, and this is no no kidding. I mean, I'm serious about this. I've been noticing this more and more, probably within the past couple of years. You are going to see kind of, um, maybe I'm going to call it a sanitized version a lot of times of the Baphomet. I was watching, okay, this cowboy sheriff show that used to come on called Longmire. And 
with a show like that, okay, it's kind of like, you know, a Western kind of setting and so on. So when I saw the Baphomet kind of sanitized into this thing that looked like, you know, the skeleton of a of a bull or whatever you want to call it, you know, with the horns and stuff on the wall. Okay, I didn't think that much of it because, okay, it's in this Western setting. Even though I, you know, you have that idea like, okay, I saw this, but I can't really take it too far because it is kind of like a Western. But when you see it on a show like, for example which I do not watch, but I have had people tell me that they have seen it on that two and a half men, okay? When you see it on a show like that, I saw it on another show that has nothing to do with any type of Western thing at all, and I can't even remember the show, but what I'm saying is when you study these things, you see them more. It's not that, oh, okay, whatever it is, whatever unseen realm is floating around out here, you know, they're putting those in on the TV for me. No. I believe it's because I study this and I know certain things when I see them. We talked about the halftime at the Super Bowl shows before. You know, um, we have talked about the awards shows. There are so many things that I see when I, I don't even uh, listen to the sound. I turn the sound down and I don't watch TV, okay? I'm not like a TV person and I am not a sports fan. But I make a point to watch as much as I can of award shows like the Grammys and stuff because it's just so boring to me and it's always the same friggin' people. It's like they've only got a handful of singers in the world that sing songs that win awards. It's always the same people. But anyhow, I watch as much as I can. I, I mute the sound and I see all kinds of stuff. I mean, I see conjuring. I see like people dressed as demonic entities dancing around. I see numbers. I see colors. I see all kinds of stuff that are used for like a ritual for summoning. may sound crazy, but you know, once you start studying it, once your eyes are open, you don't think it's crazy anymore. You're like, whoa, what in the heck is happening here? Just like the Super Bowl halftime. Oh yeah, that thing. It's it's pretty bad. Seeing, uh, I'm going, going off on a different avenue right now, but I'm going to say it anyways, that the more and more people who view these things create like a, you know, you're in it. A lot of people get into this stuff. They like it. They don't know what's happening and they're enjoying themselves. To them, it's just entertainment. What they don't realize is that they're partaking in whatever it is that is going on here. Whatever the agenda is, they're being becoming part of it. 
So if you have millions of people watching this thing, you have got a lot of power right there. And that is just how it is. All of these things, I mean, you can even look at some of the logos on restaurants, on cars, on shoes, on clothing. It's just amazing. And uh, the, the percentage of all of this, even music, and I'm not talking about um, the words. I'm not talking about the lyrics only. I'm talking about a lot more than what we know about music. As a matter of fact, I will do a show about that. It's very, very interesting. And I learn more and more stuff about music all the time. And um, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. You're going to be so interested in this because it's something that you never think of. Oh man, really? I never thought about that. It's pretty mind-blowing when you get studying about that. And just like this subject, you know, this is all paranormal. Because all paranormal means is around the normal. Para means around. You know, it's like a, like a border that's around something. So this is not normal. It's like the outside of normal around the normal. So there, it's just an umbrella term for a huge, huge subject. Not only spooky and ghost and this and that. And anyways, besides all of that, what I told Nancy First of all, I asked her, how long have you lived there? And she said, I lived here for like five years. And nothing has ever happened. She says, as a matter of fact, nothing's ever happened to me ever like like that. So what I did was I made a time for us to have a discussion and see just what she may have done. Something tells me that because there are, let's face it guys, there are many ways that we invite things. It's not just your, oh, I know better than to do this. I I know better than Ouija board. I know better than this and that. Well, there are other ways that things can come into your space. It's even as innocent as someone who comes in your house. Maybe somebody comes to do something, um, work in your house, put some new carpet, do something. We never know. We never know who we're inviting into our house. It's not always something that we have intentionally or accidentally conjured that we have summoned. So there are a lot of other ways that this could have happened if she's lived there for that long and all of a sudden. But 
That was a lot to happen all of a sudden. Especially she saw someone. Yeah, that, that's a lot. And it's very unsettling. My first, my first inclination probably would have been to shoot it. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I, I always have this thing where when I used to always be like um, running around, you know, with my sister, my sister and I, we always used to have this thing because we used to go to do like, um, I'm going to say investigations to different areas. We would like to go to the not well-known areas to investigate and see if any place was haunted and see if we could find anything. And she was always hoping that we never found anything because she was scared of, we'll call them, okay, I'm just going to call them ghosts. She was always scared of ghosts. Oh, no, I don't want to see anything. I don't want to hear anything, even though she, we were going together. I, on the other hand, was scared about people. Well, we're going to this abandoned area, and I hope there are no people in there because I'm not afraid of those other things. I'm afraid of people. You know, I don't want no person to come out trying to touch me or whatever it is. So that's still where I'm at. I'm more scared of somebody than I am something. So anyways, that's all for now, guys. And um, we'll get into more of this kind of stuff next time. I'll probably be back with you after the weekend probably Monday, and we're going to get into talking about music and just what has happened and gone on in the last, oh, I'm going to say um, in the last hundred years because so much, there has been so much and so many changes it's just gonna it's just gonna blow you away and how far this goes and it's not just lyrics okay have a good weekend ciao